Today is Friday, June 25th. Here's your local news from the Kansas City Star. Today will be mostly cloudy, breezy and humid, with a high of 88 and a few thunderstorms, some severe. Here's today's top story, Missouri Governor Mike Parson on Wednesday said he is not convinced that Kevin Strickland is innocent, making him the first official to publicly doubt prosecutors' assertions that the Kansas City man was wrongly convicted four decades ago. In an interview with 41 Action News, Parson said he does not know if Strickland, 62, is innocent or not in a 1978 triple murder in Kansas City that the Jackson County Prosecutor's Office now says he did not commit. Quote, I am not convinced that I'm willing to put other people at risk if you're not right, the Republican governor and former Polk County Sheriff told the television station, adding that quote, no one has been proven innocent here in a court of law, is the bottom line. Parsons' comments came more than 40 days after Jackson County Prosecutor Jean Peters Baker announced her office had concluded Strickland, who was 18 when he was arrested, is factually innocent in the April 25, 1978, shooting at 6934 South Benton Avenue. They also came weeks after 13 state lawmakers, including the Republican chair of the Missouri House Committee that oversees the state's prison system, called on Parson to pardon Strickland. Additionally, federal prosecutors in western Missouri, Jackson County's presiding judge, Kansas City Mayor Quinton Lucas and other officials agreed May 10 that Strickland deserves to be exonerated. In government news, a project to build express toll lanes on US 69 in Overland Park can officially move forward after a panel of Kansas lawmakers and Governor Laura Kelly granted final approval to the project Thursday. The bipartisan panel granted the project, which is part of the statewide Eisenhower Legacy Transportation Program, unanimous approval. On Monday, the Overland Park City Council voted 10-2 to add the express toll lanes to help fund the expansion of the highway, sending it to the state for final approval. The highway will be widened to six lanes from 103rd to 151st streets, with tolls collected only on one lane in each direction. The other lanes will remain free. On Wednesday, the Kansas Turnpike Authority Board unanimously approved the plan and will provide the tolling services, said in Melton, a KDOT spokeswoman. KDOT officials vowed that the highway expansion will now be the department's top development priority. The state and city will work together on details, with a goal to begin construction in 2022, said Secretary of Transportation Julie Lawrence. The first phase includes construction north of 151st Street, at a cost of $300 million. The toll revenue would pay for Overland Park's $20 million contribution to that work. It could take until 2042 to collect that sum. Plans call for the highway to eventually be expanded south to 179th Street. In education news, Kansas City Public Schools has banned suspensions for younger students in most situations, an effort to move away from strict disciplinary measures and toward interventions to help students stay and succeed in school. The school board on Wednesday unanimously approved a new code of conduct for the coming school year. Students in kindergarten through fifth grade will no longer be suspended, except in the most severe situations, such as when students cause harm to themselves or others, or break the law. The district also implemented a new system to replace in-school suspensions for all grades, and it removed discriminatory language from the dress code. Black and Hispanic students in Missouri are over four times more likely to be suspended or expelled than their white peers, according to a report by ProPublica. In Kansas, that rate is five times greater. Across the country, more districts are moving away from harsh punitive measures and refocusing on student counseling and mediation to resolve conflicts. Advocates argue that suspensions disproportionately interrupt education, making it harder for students to re-enter the classroom and catch up. They say such punishment can lead to a cycle of isolation and chronic absenteeism, pushing some students to drop out entirely. And finally, in Johnson County news, 
Dozens of those who live in the unincorporated outskirts of a sprawling industrial park in southwestern Johnson County asked to form their own city in hopes of stopping, or at least slowing, the ever-encroaching development of industrial warehouses. Opposition to the massive logistics park Kansas City Intermodal Facility has been brewing for months. But it has only boiled over as the industrial park hopped over Interstate 35, coming closer to the rural homes that people bought to be surrounded by fields and pasture, not giant warehouses and semi-trucks. Despite objections from dozens of homeowners, the Edgerton City Council earlier this year agreed to rezone nearly 700 acres of rural land to make way for more industrial properties south of Interstate 35. The residents outside of Edgerton City Limits hope that incorporating into their own town will help them determine their own fates. Quote, our area is too beautiful, it is too important for the environment, and it's our right, said Jennifer Williams, who has led the effort. So we wanted to find out what we could do to seal up that border so it puts the decisions back into the hands of the residents. Williams, who lives in rural Spring Hill, said she and other neighbors haven't had any input into decisions about neighboring land as elected leaders miles away in Edgerton Annex and rezone more and more land for new industrial development. She filed the petition on behalf of roughly 300 Miami County residents to create the new city of Golden. You're listening to stories from the Kansas City Star. Find us at kansascity.com to read more about these stories and others.